No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. Welcome back to Undiagnosed, you guys. It is uh, another week. Um, and I just want to start by saying that we received notice from um, one of the people behind Apple and Spotify, I'm assuming. Undiagnosed is the 79th ranked podcast in the category of improv comedy. Like, what? I don't know. Like, what the fuck? That's kind of cool. That's like a huge flex for me. This is probably one of the biggest accomplishments in my life. Like, that's really fucking sick. So, thank you to everyone for listening. That is just so... It's like a full circle moment, you know? Like, I've always wanted to be number 79 at something. I'm usually in the top 100. Oh, God. Let's see if we can get uh, 10 more up on the charts, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway. Um... So I wanted to start on not really a serious note, but something that um, has been on my mind and really bothering me. I'm not sure if anyone's been keeping up with the news, but I'm sure that some of you have seen that Florida recently passed what is called the Don't Say Gay Bill. <laughs> oh, baby! Leave it to our Floridians, baby, to just fuck things up. Um, so for those of you who don't understand what this bill is about, it basically makes it illegal for teachers to talk about LGBTQ um in schools, like anything regarding the sorts. And they are obligated if they find out that a student is gay or have a um, assumption that a student is gay, they are obligated through this legislation to tell their parents. This is literally an act of violence. If you think that this is controversial, go fuck yourself. There is no other side to this other than this is legislation that is targeting people who are already scared minorities and now the state that they live in is working against them and the people who are homophobic are just going to have more things to weaponize their already fucked up beliefs that gay people need to just be outed and treated like, oh my gosh, it's not property, it's a person. So fuck you with your legislation. Stop with the don't say gay. How about we don't talk about straights? Can they take a moment to shut the fuck up? Because I think that my life would be a lot better if a lot of my straight friends just minded their own business. Okay? Let's not say hetero. Let's talk about gay. Thank you very much. And let me tell you something. If this happened to me when I was in high school, you know how fucked I would have been? <laughs> Teachers would have called my parents and been like, Hi, your son has been gossiping during gym class with the language arts and yearbook teachers. Um... We did notice that he has a nice coffee um, at all times of the year, even when it is zero degrees Celsius. And um, he was listening to, I want to say it was Hannah Montana, the first album on his way to school. And when he made eye contact with us, he quickly rolled up his windows and for some reason made his voice deeper. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. You know what I mean, guys? This is like fucking crazy. Like, this is so upsetting and just horrifying that this is happening to people and I feel sick to my stomach thinking about the poor children who are struggling in Florida right now. And being alive is hard in general. Just being a human being is fucking tough. You throw in having to closet your identity. That's hard. That's pretty tough. And you know what that's harder in, harder than? Playing three varsity sports, Jason. It's a lot harder, okay? So fucking cry me a river about your 
varsity basketball practice and your stupid girlfriend who's head of the cheer squad. If I have to meet another straight couple, right? You know them, they're adults and they're like, you know, or your classic story. I was a captain of the football team. She was captain of the cheer team. So obviously we had to link up. Okay. You know what I would say? If someone's like, you know, what was your love like, like in high school? Um, I realized I didn't believe in God. Is that, does that answer your question? Or should I, should I go on? And that was without a statewide legislation against me. So fuck, fucking do better. Oh my God. I just want to go on record and say that the Undiagnosed Podcast has no home for any sort of hatred that targets any type of group besides heterosexuals. Okay? And I'm not saying that because we need to punish them. I'm saying, let's give them a taste of what it's like to be a minority, okay? And not women. Girls, well, let's rock. Like, we're kind of in it together. But you know what, guys? Do better. It's so fucking annoying. It's just like, it makes me, it makes my skin crawl to think about it. Also, if we're going to do legislation about what to say, can we maybe ban the F slur? <laughs> Come on! Really? We're gonna ban <laughs> something that's not even a curse word? At least now, when gay people walk into a class, you don't hear that asshole in the back going, Gay! <laughs> gay! Like, oh, God. You know what? I bet they're still gonna be able to do that. This is just, like, a prime example of how you think in 2022, shit's amazing, and you're firmly and starkly reminded that we're just as fucked as we once were, and we'll continue to be fucked. So all we gotta do is figure it out and rock together and diagnose the bullshit. <laughs> if only there was a podcast to do that. Oh wait, you're listening to it right now. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor. We don't have one yet, but if anyone is interested, maybe you have a small bakery or um, an Etsy shop and you wanna sponsor the Undiagnosed Podcast, feel free to reach out to my producer. I have, I'm, I'm a busy schedule. My producer, very free, very free. A little, little too free, you know, kind of kind of worried. <laughs> anyway, guys, let's just get back to the regular scheduled programming because um, I wanted to talk about this episode. Um, I think it would be very interesting for me to just kind of rant about a topic that has really hit home recently, and that is people are not in their awkward stages anymore. Like, not to the extent that we all were when we were tweens, Tweens now are hot. Like, they're attractive. They're not awkward. They're not weird. I I should have been in a scientific lab. I should have been, why do all of these things happen to one person in their awkward stage? What genetically can we do to solve this so that the future generations... And it looks like they might have come up with a cure because no one else is uh, writing fan fiction about MagCon. Anyway, so I, the reason that this topic came to me is because I was um, walking to the gym the other day, subtle flex, and um, I saw this like really attractive guy and I was, you know, walking towards him, walking to the gym and he was kind of looking in my direction and I was like, okay, like, okay, Nick, you know, realized pretty quickly on there was um, his girlfriend was about a yard behind me. So when I turned around, I saw what looked like a goddess. A literal 
Aphrodite, fruit of the loom, goddess. I wanted to apologize to her. I didn't do anything to warrant an apology, but I felt like in that moment I needed to. Like, I literally was like, am I for sure gay? And then I, like, unpaused to the Adam Lambert, Mary the Night Glee version on my phone, and I was like, I'm, yeah, I'm gay. And it got me thinking, you know, when is, when is my hot era going to begin? Because I have had an awkward stage for about, oh God, I want to get this right, uh, 10, 15 years, I would say. So when am I going to stop being the loser? <laughs> when am I going to stop being the, the awkward uh, kid walking to the gym in between the most beautiful couple of all times date to Lartuzzi, which is a very nice restaurant that no one has taken me to, so... And it got me thinking, like, we've all kind of been through an awkward phase together, and I feel like our generation, I'm talking specifically to, like, people my age, um, sorry to the silver foxes who listen to this podcast, um, you raised us, so you know damn well that we were weird. But I wanted to talk about a little bit about my awkward phase, and in hopes that while I talk about it, you can relate, because it's, uh, it's a lot. Let's start right off the bat, dental work, okay? People don't have dental work anymore. Okay, I had, I didn't have dental work. I had full, it wasn't like we were adjusting a light fixture. We were busting down walls and building from the ground up, okay? I had a palate expander. That was the first step. And when they put in my palate expander, they yanked out one of my molars by accident. They were shoving it up my mouth and all of a sudden yanks it out and she, oh, I just pulled out your tooth. And I was like, "Mm, that's so funny. No Novocaine, just raw dog pulled out my molar. So I had a palate expander that my mom had to crank back and expand my jaw every day. Um, You know what happened? I had a fucking gap in my two front teeth for two years. Two, (laughs) that was me. I had a gap in my tooth. Well, I went through that phase where, you know, when you first start to like kind of put on a little bit of weight, my face was fuller. I wasn't as thin and like I I was still skinny, but like I was like a a stick my whole life. And then as soon as I started to look worse, my body was like, hey, let's throw on a couple pounds as well. (laughs) Let's see what we can't do. So safe to say I was wearing a swim shirt for uh, three summers in a row with a gap in my teeth, and it didn't stop there. Then I got braces. And I didn't just get braces, I got braces with like the 15 rubber bands, so when I smiled it looks like I had just like chewed a bunch of gum, and it was just like stretching my mouth and oozing everywhere. It was horrible, and I had a lisp. I had a lisp. <laughs> like, I just, when's the last time you saw a kid with braces? You know what I mean? I, I just feel like they're they're just, they're, Oh, sorry, I was just born this way. <laughs> okay, well, would you like me to knock a couple teeth out? Because I'm more than happy to do so. Because you look like better than I do at 23. I'm not even 23. I don't even know my age. Um, People aren't doing that. You know what else people aren't doing? People aren't having time to just be a loser kid. Do you know how many times I've beaten Super Mario Bros. on a weekend? you know how many times I've just ripped Wii from Friday after school till Sunday night? You know what kids are doing now? They're going to parties. They're partying in the woods. My cousin goes to parties in the woods. Like, they just drop him off and he walks in to the woods. Do you know how scared I would have been if I was 13 going to a party in the woods? 
I would have been like, well, it's not clear for bears, is it? <laughs> you know what I mean? I was a, like, I, no, I'm not going to say I was a loser because I think I was just a normal kid. But the kids now, their minds are so, I don't know what's going on, what's in the air. Maybe it's TikTok. Maybe they're trying to be a D'Amelio. I'm trying to be a D'Amelio too. But the difference is, is that I'm 22 and it's weird. It's It makes sense for them to, but I, I, I just don't understand how... And, Listen, this is one thing that me and Sophia, my producer, have always talked about, and I've always gotten mad at her because Sophia went to parties in, in high school, you know? She's she's a cool kid. And I went to, like, three or four total, I would say. And I we were talking because we, like, are from the same area, and she's like, oh, I, I how did we not know each other in high school? I was like, um... Because I was selling string bracelets on the Jersey Shore boardwalk until about 17... What were you doing? Were you out at parties? Oh, how were they? <laughs> Looks so fun. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, no, no, no. It makes complete sense why we didn't know each other. Okay? I took the ACT eight times. People probably take it once now. People probably don't even take it. Tests are optional. So I would like to personally thank whatever higher power stopped TikTok from being popular when I was ages um, 12 through 16. I think that that was... The only act of God I've ever experienced that was throwing me a bone. Because when I tell you that I used to make music videos every week, I don't mean that lightly. I mean every week without fail. A new Taylor Swift song was out. I'm at my cousin's within 30 seconds. I'm like, get fucking glammed. We're filming. Like, and we would be like running in the front yard. People are driving by probably. Like, who are these people? What is wrong with them? Put your head down. Put your head down. Don't look at them. You know what I mean? I'm doing like a fucking foite in the front yard trying to dance to Blank Space by Taylor Swift. At like 15. Like, that's a bit too old. <laughs> Mind you, I'm closeted too. So, so I, I do music videos every week. I rip them. And I don't just like, it's not fun for me. It's work. Like, I, I, I will yell. Me and my cousin did them every weekend. I will yell at her. I'll be like, I mean, when you want to start trying to act, you let me know. I'll wait over here in my disco costume we found from one of the bins in your basement. When you want to start taking this fucking seriously, you let me know. Let's take five. <laughs> like, that was my... And then I would... And then I found iMovie. I used to make all these movies. I entered into a film contest, a film festival. You know they didn't even email me back. <laughs> I spent so much time. I made a CD. I dropped it off. It was this, like, small film festival. Like, there couldn't have been more than 10 entries. They uh, didn't email me back. And when I tell you I was, like, right, I wrote an acceptance speech. I thought I was going to win. I was like, holy fuck, this is the next step for me. Everything in my life makes sense leading up to this to right now. My film was like six minutes long and it was silent. I just couldn't think of dialogue, so I just made a silent movie about being homeless. <laughs> like, what? Why did I do that? So I didn't hear back from the film festival. The grand prize is probably like, what, a gift card to Chili's? And guess what? I would have loved that. Another thing... Don't you feel 
like when we were all in our awkward phases, people weren't really like dating. You know what I mean? I feel like kids now, everyone has like someone they're talking to besides me. But but when I was I remember the biggest, like, the craziest thing of all time is when the girls and the guys in middle school started hugging for the first time. <laughs> and little me was like, oh my god, what if, like, the guys hug too? And they were like, no. And I was like, yeah, that was a stupid idea. <laughs> no. Let's just hug the girls. That's great. I love that. Um, and now everyone's, like, got a boyfriend and a snap streak. And, like, I, I don't get it. Snapchat for me, Snapchat just came out when I was in my awkward phase. And, my god. That was just a horrible thing to happen, especially when there were videos. I used to send videos of myself saying hello to people. I would record myself and be like, hi. (laughs) Oh God, that's so humiliating to announce. This podcast is really just bringing up a lot, isn't it? It's funny though. It's funny though. Let's talk about Instagram, okay? These are things that people are posting on Instagram now. What they look like, full glam. I had a gap in my teeth. I would put on wigs and I would lip sync to songs to make little skits and I'd throw that on my Insta. There was one skit I did. You know where the song that I used for that skit that I put on Instagram was from? It was from the Muppets movie. You know the song Me Party? I recorded myself in a wig, lip syncing that song and put it on my Instagram and I thought, Why the fuck isn't anyone inviting me to a party? Look at the material. I will say, though, there were so many gems from when we were little kids that were, that are, like, not really a thing anymore that I thought were just fucking hysterical. Do you guys remember Ask FM? Ask FM was basically, like, you would create a profile, and, uh, (laughs) and it would be, like, anyone can ask you anonymous questions, and you would just answer them. Like, shit that is so fucking crazy and scary now that that was something we were doing at like 13. Let me tell you one thing. I was getting into some light cyberbullying on Ask FM. Someone looked at me the wrong way. I'm going, <laughs> why do you think all your friends hate you? Like, I would just, and I would just sit back, watch the house burn, you know? <laughs> like, it wasn't like, I wasn't like going for them personally, but if someone I didn't really have, I, I would just go right on to Ask FM and I'd be like, let me hand it to them. And I had this horrible fear, this, like, terrible fear that one day it wouldn't be anonymous. And all these people would be like, who the fuck is this? And I would be exposed. Could you imagine? Oh, my God, that'd be so bad. But Ask FM was so fun because no one knew it was, it was you asking the questions. <laughs> you could ask people, what do you think about Nick Brown? And I remember I used to do that sometimes. <laughs> A couple times they were like, um, I don't know who that is. And I was like, okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, and then I'd be on Facebook going, like for a rate. Please, someone let me rate you. Oh, yeah. It's a little bit traumatic, but it's funny too. <sighs> Anyone else have emotional support Japanese erasers? Because I had a full fucking feast. I had the whole fucking, like, burgers, dolphins. I had so many Japanese erasers that I, like, was, it was a bit concerning. And I used to build them houses in um, tiny shoeboxes. I would go, I would find a shoebox in my attic, I would come down, I would make a home for each Japanese. And, and the two, they couldn't share. Each Japanese eraser had to live alone. That was just kind of like the rule, that's how I saw it fit. Um, 
So I would build them a house, I'd make a couch, sometimes I'd throw a zipline in there, a disco ball. Um, and that was a lot of Saturdays for me, uh, personally. And um, I hit the Webkins era pretty, pretty hard. Um, I had 67. I owned 67 Webkins. That is not a lie. Um, never once in my life have I told someone that, and they've been like, oh, I had a similar amount. Nope. No, no, no. I don't think I've met anyone that had 67 Webkins. And here's the here's rub. Sometimes I check on them. Okay? I have an emotional attachment to some of these Webkins. So sue me. Take me away, officer. I want to make sure that they're all good. So I take them to Dr. Quack. Or I go to the curio shop. Or I check in with Miss Birdie, who helped me birth all 67 of my babies. So everyone can fuck off. Okay? This is the thing. All of these things, as funny and as pathetic as they seem, kids aren't doing this anymore. Oh my god, they're just taking pictures of themselves around Visco. They're they're doing makeup tutorials. They're not playing outside. You know how fun manhunt used to be? You know when you would just be like, it'll be nighttime and all the parents would be outside and all your friends would be outside and you'd be like, let's do manhunt. Like the excitement and pure joy I felt when I knew we were starting a game of manhunt is unmatched. And you'd be drenched in sweat at the end and you go inside and you chug a Coca-Cola and then you go back outside and play the rest. Now I'm like, oh, we're drinking two nights in a row. Oh, I don't know about that. Like it was so pure and so... Like, oh my god, we used to have so much fun. And we still have fun now, but there's something about the childlike innocence that's gone. And it makes me sad. Because you can't really do those things now. You know? You know what I'm going to start doing? Whenever I miss being a kid, I'm just going to be walking down the street. I'm going to run up to someone, tag, and then I'm going to run away really fast. I feel like that could go one of two ways. It could either bring back and start a full new game, or... I could meet with the police. Um, I think that that's going to be it for today. Um, very low-key episode today. Well, actually not, because I came in real hot and real political. So, moral of the story. Check in on your gay friends, okay? Check in on them. Because this stuff is annoying. And it really sucks. So check in on them. And if you're uncomfortable, fuck you. And second... Let's all make a pact to make sure that the children we raise have a horrifyingly uncomfortable, awkward stage. Let's give them acne. Let's um, make them do theater camp. Let's let's give them a, let's give them piano lessons. You know, let's make them try out for a basketball team where they have to be skins and the entire school is watching, because that shaped me as a person. So, let's bring it back. Let's play manhunt. Let's do that. Let's all just play Manhunt. All right. If anyone wants to play Manhunt, hit my line. Because I think that that would be really fun. Or you know what? Let's, let's not call it Manhunt. Let's call it something else. What should we call it? Let's call it the Gay Witch Trials. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah. I appreciate all the, the love and support I've been getting on this podcast. And um, I don't know. We're about at the 26-minute mark. So I wanted to see if this is a good length for everyone. I know I, I'm doing it for my girls who are rocking the 12 30. I love it. I love that. And I love that this podcast is a perfect companion for that exercise because it's the only thing I can bear to do because I don't know how to use a weight machine. I'm a little scared of the Stairmaster. Okay?
Thank you guys so much for listening again to this week's episode. We did take down our episode released on Tuesday, so we wanted to provide you with a bonus episode. And uh, with that, I will end by saying, see you next Tuesday. Momo. Undiagnosed nose. Nose. nose.